whether you're brand new to business or you've had your business for several months or even a year, these are the top four photography business tips for newbies. Think of this as your how-to guide to becoming a successful photographer. And despite what you may have been told, you can be quite successful financially and in life with a career as a photographer. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn. And on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Better Half to Boss. I'm your host, Tavia Redburn, and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so that they can go time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven-step marketing system. Now for today's episode, even if you've been in business longer than a year, I bet you'll be able to learn something here today. If you haven't started your business yet, or if you've been in business for under a year, then this episode is definitely for you because I'm sharing all the information that you need in order to start and run your own photography business. This is like, start here, do not pass go, make sure you can check off all of these things on your list before you start working on building your business. Cause we're going to talk about how to start your photography business, what equipment you need and what you don't need, how to stand out when you're just getting started and more. But before we get into it, I want to share our review of the week from Olivia. She said, I love listening to Tavia's podcast. In every episode, she lays out some sort of action steps to implement the advice that she or her guests share. Y'all know I'm all about action steps. She said, she's always full of joy and so real. I can't wait for the next episode. And I also love the Quick Tip Tuesday episodes. Thank you so much, Olivia. And if you're listening to this, make sure you're hitting subscribe so that you get notified when we have those Quick Tip Tuesday episodes, because we don't send out an email about those. They are just if you are subscribed. If you're a baby or birth photographer looking for more clients, listen up. I've been photographing babies and families for over 10 years, and my goal is to help other photographers get their business off the ground so they can go full-time too. That's why I created the Baby Photographers Marketing System, my seven-step process to get fully booked, yes, even in these times. You'll learn how to find your niche, create an amazing website that converts leads into sales and bookings, build your brain with social media marketing, and so much more. And did I mention this is live totally free and we're doing a bunch of giveaways. Yep. So don't miss out on the training experience because there are limited spots. We have 150 spots for those who come live. Get started by heading over to getbirthphotographyclients.com to sign up. Okay. So there are a few um, prerequisites before we get into the four steps. A few things that I want to make sure that you really have dialed in to set yourself up for success starting your photography business. You need to know how to take great photos consistently. You know how to take great photos consistently. That's step number one. The second is you've nailed your editing style. You know what your style is and you know how to produce that consistently. You fully understand lighting as well as the exposure triangle. Okay, so those are must-haves before we continue. Here's the thing, though. You don't have to be perfect because, spoiler alert, 
No one is. There's no such thing as perfection. It's a lie. Even the best photographers in the world are not perfect. But the key is that you know how to deliver high quality images to your clients consistently. If you can say yes to that statement, let's get into the four photography business tips for newbies. Number one, choose your niche. Choose your niche. So basically niching down is when you focus on a specific type of photography that can make your business stand out. For instance, if most of your work is families and newborns, then maybe you want to specialize in maternity or birth because it captures them right when they find out they're pregnant and in those early stages, and you can continue to work with them in their family sessions and the newborn session. If you prefer weddings over portraits, maybe you could specialize in videography. When you choose a niche, you become known for that one thing. You become known for that one thing, and this helps you attract the type of customer who is looking for that, and it creates a really specific brand for your business. And here's the thing, photography businesses that have a specialty can charge higher prices because they're the specialist, which makes it even easier to get hired. For example, if I wanted to get my carpets cleaned, which P.S. I do, and there's a carpet cleaning company I've been needing to call for like two weeks. (laughs) If I want to get my carpets cleaned, I'm not going to hire a house cleaner who does it all, right? I am going to hire a carpet cleaning company specifically. I know they do that one thing really well. Another example, I was talking to someone who wanted to invest in an Airbnb, and he asked if I could take photos of the property for the listing. Now, could I take photos for the listing? Yes, I could. I technically could take photos. Would he be better off hiring someone who specializes in real estate photography? Also, yes. So start to think about sessions that you've photographed in the past. What do you love photographing? What doesn't feel like work? When do you want to work? That's another thing to consider when you're choosing your niche. When do you want to work? For example, weddings are almost always on the weekend. They're usually on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So if that is a deal breaker for you, weddings is not for you. If you don't have the ability to be on call, birth photography might not be for you. If you do not have patience to deal with toddlers and babies, maybe newborn and family photography is not for you. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you love photographing? When do you want to work? Answering those questions will help you start to choose a niche. And the more specific you get with your niche, the better. And I know that feels counterintuitive, but it's so true. And just because you photograph one specific niche doesn't mean you can't also photograph other types of sessions. This is really important. If you've drifted, come back to me, okay? This is why I chose to specialize in birth photography. And I didn't realize I was doing it at the time, but it actually ended up working really heavily in my benefit, in my favor, because birth photography is a lot like wedding photography. It's this core event that happens, right? Like the birth is this big event. So if I can book somebody for the birth, chances are I will also be able to book them for their maternity session and their newborn session and a baby plan, and then continue to photograph their family as they grow. So by booking them for that core event, similar to a wedding, I can also photograph sessions surrounding that event, like a wedding photographer or videographer would do the same. They would photograph the engagement session. They would potentially even photograph the proposal. 
And then they would photograph the wedding. They would do like bridals. They would maybe do a one year anniversary shoot. Like there's so many things that go along with the wedding that once they hire their wedding photographer, the wedding photographer can then upsell them on all of these other things. So that's super exciting when it think, when you think about niching, it doesn't mean you're only photographing that thing. It means you're photographing this one thing with the intention of growing with these families, but also being known for one specific thing. You can also take sessions without sharing or advertising them. I know a lot of photographers, you know, when you choose to niche down, it can um, eliminate some of your clients. So what I did whenever I first niched down is I still had people coming up to me asking me to photograph genres that I no longer wanted to advertise that I was photographing. But you know what? I wanted the money. I needed the money. So I still photographed them and I just didn't share them anywhere. They didn't go on my blog. They didn't go on my website. They didn't go on social media. Nobody in the outside world knew that I was photographing those. So you do not have to share every single session that you photograph. You can take those sessions without advertising for them. Okay. Number two, choose your gear. Number two is choose your gear. First, choose your niche. Now you're going to choose your gear. Now that you have your one thing that you know that you want to photograph or you want to explore niching down in, it'll be so much easier to choose the gear that you need. For example, if you're planning on specializing in birth photography, you'll probably want to choose a camera that handles low light well. If you're going to be photographing weddings, when you're choosing your lenses, you're going to want a range of lenses. You're going to want to be able to zoom in tight and you're going to want to be able to shoot really, really wide. Then start to think about artificial lighting. Are you going to need a speed light or an off-camera flash for the type of photography that you want to do? For newborn photography, do you need things like props and a beanbag and hats and all the little cute things that come along with newborn photography? Of course, when you're first starting, there's going to be a whole list of gear that you want to purchase and you're going to write it all down and be like, okay, this is $15,000, but just go ahead and write it down with your new niche in mind. And then when you start making money with step number three coming up, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> you can start to make these purchases. You can start to make these purchases on your list. So list out everything, cameras, lenses, lighting, if you need artificial lighting or want artificial lighting, and then the other accessory type things that go with that genre of photography, like boudoir, do you want to have some kind of outfit closet for your clients? Um, maternity, do you want to have dresses available, newborns, hats, and bows, and all of that kind of stuff. So start to make a list of everything that you want and prioritize it from the very first thing that you want to buy to the thing that you can wait until the end to buy. And then start working your way down that list with number three, which is build your portfolio with the model call process. Build your portfolio with the model call process. Okay, so we know our niche, we've got our gear, or at least we've got a list of what we know we want. What is a portfolio? A portfolio is just a collection of your images that showcases your skills and photography personality. Yes, you have a photography personality. It's so important to express yourself artistically and not someone else or what you think needs to be in a portfolio. I promise you there are people out there who want to hire you for your unique style. For example, for birth, you'll want to show a variety of different types of images. And for newborns, you'll want to show your potential clients a portfolio with family shots and siblings and twins, etc., to show them your abilities and skills to do a variety of things with your niche. Showing people your work 
builds trust and reassures them that they will get quality images in their session. Okay, so you have your niche, your gear, but how do you get those portfolio building sessions? Like you know what a portfolio is and you know why it's important, but how do you actually get them? The model call process is a way to quickly get paid, yes, get paid, to build your portfolio and your experience. The process includes setting your portfolio pricing, gathering a list of people who are interested, and then choosing the right people from that list of interested prospects to actually go ahead and work with. See, the mistake I see a lot of photographers make in this whole process is they take these portfolio building sessions for free. And I know that it's exciting to find people who want to work with you and you want the experience. So it feels like a win-win. But the truth is there is just a different dynamic when someone is paying you, even if it's a small amount of money. They're taking it more seriously once they've handed over cash. And honestly, so are you as the photographer. I always recommend charging something for your model call sessions because I've heard too many stories, like a lot, <laughs> of clients changing their mind at the last minute and the photographer has no repercussions. There's nothing they can do about it because no money has been exchanged. The client wasn't invested and they decided they didn't want to do it, especially for birth, you guys, especially for birth. This actually happened to me um, early in my business. And I don't think I've ever shared this story before, but I was a new-ish newborn photographer and I had never photographed twins. At the time I had a newborn studio in my home, in my office, this office actually that I'm recording this in, used to be my newborn studio. And clients would come here for their sessions. So I had done a model call for free for these newborn clients. I had to clean my whole house whenever clients would come over. So I was like vacuuming the living room. I had cleaned the bathroom. The studio was all ready and warming up. And I get a call 10 or 15 minutes before this session was supposed to take place. And the mom said, I'm so overwhelmed. I just can't do this. I can't. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, we're not coming. It's just too much. She had clearly had an overwhelming morning, which is totally understandable, especially as a mom of twins. But I was devastated. I had spent all day, all morning, cleaning my home, preparing for them. I had purchased um, a new little outfit set. I think it was boy, girl twins. So I bought like matching boy, girl hats, diaper covers. Like I had purchased things for their session. Um, and she just decided it was too overwhelming for her and she couldn't come. I get that. But most families feel that way. But when they're invested in the experience and the process and they've paid money for this, that is not going to happen like it will when it's free. So there's just a different level of investment when somebody is paying for something. So if you want a step-by-step -step system for how to run your model call, check out my mini course about how to book up to five clients in 30 days using this process. So I lay out everything that I teach my students to do to get up to five clients in just 30 days. Head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash shop for that mini course, the model call process. Okay, got your niche. You got your gear and you're getting paid to build your portfolio with the model call process. So the final step is super not sexy. It's to set up your business bank accounts. Okay, but hang with me because it's so important. Separate business bank accounts are important because they keep the transactions on your personal account separate from those associated with your photography business. This is for your own protection and to avoid any issues that may arise from the IRS. 
Ooh, sorry for saying IRS. Gross. I know this process can seem daunting. Like me just saying IRS, I was like, Ugh. I know that it can seem daunting to do this, but it's really important to do it right. And CPAs and tax advisors are great. I know many photographers have used them to make sure that they are doing everything the IRS in the state requires. So my biggest piece of advice for keeping your business legit is to take it seriously at the beginning. Don't just jump into this halfway because you can't wait to take photos. You want your business to be successful and long lasting, right? Then don't rush the process. One of my biggest regrets is that I didn't do this sooner. And one of my favorite easy to read books on this topic is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Okay, the book is easier to read than his last name. I have to pause every time I say his last name to think about how to say it. This book shows you how to start making sure your business is profitable right from the beginning. Like I said, it's a really easy read. You don't have to read the whole thing. Just hit the chapters that you need. Profit first. Starting and growing your photography business can feel overwhelming if you let it, but it's also really exciting. So if you're ready for the next steps in your business to create that marketing system so you can fill your calendar and go full-time, make sure you're signed up for my training experience, The Baby Photographer's Marketing System. This is all about my seven-step process for getting fully booked, yes, even in these times. Head over to getbirthphotographyclients.com to sign up for free. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one and it helps the show reach more people. So thank you. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, whatever your photography niche passion is, it's there for a reason. Get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.